0: Hey there friend, before we jump into the show today with Andrea Sager, I want to quickly remind you that the pre-sale is still going on for the Ignite Your Light journal. So many amazing discounts are still available. If this is your year to anchor your life and business in your faith and take extraordinary action, this journal is for you. I think one of my favorite aspects of the pre-sale is 10% of the sales will be donated to All Things Possible Ministry which was founded by Victor and Eileen Marks. This ministry regularly places themselves in harm's way to reach and restore victims of trauma and are actively engaged in the ongoing fight against sex trafficking, abuse, and domestic violence. Place your pre-order today. The link is in the show notes. Now grab a pen and paper and let's jump into today's episode. Social media marketing and business growth with the side of coffee and Jesus. If you're ready for some juicy content, then it's time to hand your kiddos those tablets, grab your coffee, whiskey, or wine, and let's dive in. Okay, my friend, today let's make sure your business is legal and protected. I know when I started my business, LLCs and trademarks and tax stuff was not on my mind nor was it on my radar until I heard my guest, Andrea, on a podcast talking about it and how it could be so affordable for small startup brands. So I want you to get some notes out. You're going to be taking a lot of notes to protect your business and yourself. But without further ado, welcome to the show, Andrea.
1: Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited about this.
0: Yes, I know. And you're probably like the only one who's excited about like LLC and trademark and tax. And people are like, what is you know so great about that? But it's crucial for our business. And I know a lot of entrepreneurs, when they're starting their business and they're putting content out there and they're starting to get clients and they're slowly starting to grow, they're not thinking about protecting their business, but they're also not thinking about protecting themselves and their personal income or their family income. So before Mm -hmm. I jump into all my questions about LLCs and trademarks, please tell us more about your business and why you started Legalpreneur.
1: Yeah, so I actually started, I'm just a serial entrepreneur, honestly. I started my first business in law school, not that I wasn't bored, but I needed to make money and you really can't work while in law school. So I just, I was like, I'm just gonna start a business. And that is really what set me up for everything today because everything that I've done is it's just been one stepping stone to the next thing. And that first business really got me into the entrepreneur mindset and really got me thinking about business in general, because my dream job was working at the big law firm. I wanted to work my way up and, you know, be partner. And I did that. I got the big law firm job right out of law school. I thought I was set for life. I sold the first business, but very quickly I realized this is awful. I am miserable. And honestly, from that first business, I constantly had small businesses reach out to me asking for help with this or that. And the firm didn't want to serve them because they were a big firm. They wanted big clients. And they I had a partner tell me to my face, small businesses are not quality clients. We don't want them. And I this was actually back in 2017, 2018 during the retail apocalypse. And my first business was retail. It was a clothing boutique. So I saw something completely different. What I saw in the news every day was, oh, the retail apocalypse, malls are dying, big box stores are dying, or really it was malls are dying, retail is dying. But I saw a completely different story because in my world, the boutique world, it was booming. And I realized very quickly it's a big box store Thing that's dying, not boutiques, because people want to do business with people. So I knew small businesses were on the rise. And I constantly had small businesses coming to me asking for help. And I saw the need that somebody needed to go help these small businesses because they didn't know where to go to. They didn't know how to not get ripped off by an attorney. And they wanted to feel valued by their attorney. They didn't want to just be like, oh, whatever, sure, we can do this for you. So I actually ended up getting fired from my dream job. Thankfully, it's a crazy story, but I, I always tell people I manifested getting fired and I, it's, it's really funny, but I, that day I launched my own firm, which was actually almost a little over five years ago to the day I launched my own firm, started telling, you know, all the boutique owners that I knew, Hey, I'm finally on my own. Well, I grew really quickly. I as a solo attorney, most attorneys are not great business people. They're, they think, oh, you know, hang a shingle and all the clients are going to come, mm-hmm. but it really is. It's it, just like any other business. So I knew from the beginning, okay, I have to put a huge emphasis on marketing. I really have to, you know, run a business here. I'm not just going to be an attorney. And that's what I did. I did very, very well. We made a million dollars within a couple of years. And then once I hit like this big audacious goal of mine of hitting a million dollars, I was like, mm, Okay, now I'm bored. Now, now what? And at that time I also um decided that I was time to leave my marriage and so it was just like I tore up my whole life. Didn't exactly leave the law firm behind, but I wasn't motivated by the law firm and at this time legalpreneur was a side hustle. We started selling contract templates. We started doing like DIY legal stuff. And at the end of 2021, I realized, okay, I have more clients than I want to serve. And at this time, I had a ton of attorneys coming to me asking for help What I mean to coach them. And I, I, re- I really didn't feel like I had any value to provide attorneys. I was like, I, what do you mean? Like, I don't know how to help you. Like, you just do it. I don't know. <laughs> and, but then finally at the end of 2021, I was like, okay, I think, it's time to go all in with Legalpreneur because it had been in my head for a while that I wanted to go all in with Legalpreneur and build it out to be this massive company. And finally, at the end of 2021, after getting through my divorce and everything, my, my I'm very lucky. My best friend is my operations manager, and I said, "Kayla, I th- I think it's time." And she's like, "Let's do it." So <laughs> we at the at the beginning of 2022, we went all in with Legalpreneur, and we've built that out we're now just growing and scaling and trying to help as many entrepreneurs cover their assets and get lawyered up.
0: I love that. And what an inspiring story. And I want to get into small businesses because I'm sure someone out there who's growing their business, whether it's a startup, they've had it for a couple of years and it's a side hustle, but they really want to scale their business. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure there's a fear of legal fees. I know that's what I thought. I go, oh my gosh. Boss Lady and sweatpants, if I make that an LLC, it's going to cost me thousands of dollars. So a lot of people put it off. Yeah, I would say. So I want to get into kind of the first couple of steps a business owner needs to do, and then where they go from there. So let's talk about like LLCs and trademarks and copyrights. Mm -hmm. So for someone who has a business, what do they absolutely? absolutely need right now, today.
1: Yeah, so it's what I call the core three. This is your entity, which is an LLC, your contracts, and then IP, intellectual property. You may not need to file registra- file applications for your IP, but you it has to be on your radar because the last thing that you want is to get sued for IP infringement. But starting first with LLCs, this is how you legally operate. And we've all heard it, oh, wait until you're making... A certain amount of money to file yes. the LLC, wait mm-hmm. for this, wait for that. I've been told I, that I am here to tell you all of that is really bad advice. <laughs> okay. And I'm of the belief that you should be an LLC as quickly as possible from day one before you're even making money. And if you're already making money, that's fine. Just get it done now. Because The LLC, it's a limited liability company. It is there to limit your personal liability from the debts of your company. And I've heard it all. I don't have any assets. I don't have any debts. I don't have anything for anybody to sue me for. I get that. But the goal is to have assets. The goal is to build this business and to have money in the business, have money personally, have assets, have this, have that. Like that's the goal. So you have to protect yourself now from what you may acquire in the future. Because let's say today's day one, you hear from somewhere, wherever, oh, wait until you're making this amount of money to file the LLC. And so you do. And then day two comes along, you go viral on TikTok and you blow up overnight. And now you're making all this money. And day three comes along and you're like, oh, I'm making this money. Let me go file the LLC. You get everything in order. You're like, I'm, this is great. I'm legally protected and all this. Now these things are in place. And then day 100 comes along or day 1000, whatever, somewhere down the line. And now you're making all this money. Like thing, everything is great. And then you get slapped with a lawsuit. And you're like, you know what? This sucks. But at least I'm an LLC. I'm protected. Like this. Like this is not fun. But at least I'm protected. But guess what? You're getting sued for what happened on day one or day two, which was before you were an LLC. So you do not get the LLC protection, even though at the time of the lawsuit you were an LLC. And whoever suing you was probably watching. They were probably mm. waiting. They probably knew at the beginning, hey. They don't have any money like why it's not worth it for us to sue them like let's just you know sweep it under the bus like whatever but then maybe a year or two from that from then they're like hey i think that person like did this thing to us or we can sue them for this thing we can go after them for this thing now they look like they're making more money let's look into them and they do look into you know like absolutely it's worth it we can still sue them like done So you have to protect yourself now for anything that might happen in the future. And the LLC does not cost a lot of money. If you are, so you can DIY and and everything that I teach, like it's not illegal to operate without doing this stuff, but you have to limit your risk. You have to limit your liability and you just have to be a responsible business owner. (laughs) Like that's what it comes down to. And the if you DIY do it yourself, the LLC, all you have to do is pay the state filing fee. It totally doable. Everything's figure outable. But if you work with a legal preneur, which is what I consider a third party, it's a level up from DIY, but not quite working directly one-on-one with an attorney. So if you work with legal preneur, we charge $250 plus your state filing fees. We file the LLC, get your EIN. Your operating agreement, literally get everything you need to be up and running for two hundred and fifty dollars. Like that's not a that not thousands of dollars. And then working directly with an attorney, that's going to be your most costly option. I've seen it all across the board. Probably average is around a thousand dollars to get your LLC plus the filing fees with an attorney. And I personally believe if you're a single member LLC, you're the sole owner. I don't think you really need to work with an attorney unless you have a you know complicated situation, you have weird things and there's things you may need legal advice for, but typically you're fine doing it yourself or just paying legalpreneur. If you're a D- if you're a DIYer absolutely. It's figure outable, but if you're somebody it's like I don't even want to look at this stuff. Like this stuff just <laughs> gives me anxiety.
0: I just want to pay somebody to do it. Literally $250 plus your state filing fees. That's great. So the first thing is the LLC. Then you mentioned Contracts. Contracts. Are we talking about contracts with our clients? Yes. Yeah. So any contracts. So
1: rule number one of contracts is to not be afraid to use them. I hear it all the time. Like, oh, it's just a handshake deal. I know this person. Whatever reason, there's no excuse to not use a written agreement. And if it's somebody you know, that's all the more reason you want to use a written agreement. Because having a written contract It just means you're literally on the same page. There's no questions. If they want a refund, like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, you know, we both signed this agreement that says no refunds. And what scares, again, what scares people are the fees because they think, oh, I've got to go to an attorney, spend thousands of dollars. And this this is the first reason why we launched Legalpreneur. Because we have, So we have contract template bundles. They're $200 for your niche bundles. There's three to seven contracts in every single bundle. So if you're a podcaster, we have a podcast bundle. If you're a, a social media manager, we have those bundles, like literally any niche, it's there for you. Cool. Now, what happened was in my law firm, I had all these new people coming to me, people that would oh, hey, I'm launching a course. Hey, I'm starting this business. Can I, you know, can you draft this contract for me? I'm like, yeah, let's do it. So I would take them through my process of drafting custom contracts. And because they were so new, they didn't know what they needed. So mm-hmm. they ended up just using my template anyway, and I didn't have to change anything. And so after doing, I literally did that at several times. And I was like, okay, this just doesn't feel right. These people should just be paying for templates. And so that's, we launched our contract vault. And it's changed a little bit over the years, but now we sell them in contract template bundles and every bundle includes your privacy policy terms and conditions. These go on your website, no matter what. And then your different niche contracts. If anytime money's changing hands, that's when you want to use a contract and Whether it's hiring an independent contractor, hiring an employee, paying somebody to do this or paying somebody to do that, you always want to make sure it's in writing. Because at the end of the day, you're most likely not going to sue someone. But number one, it shows professionalism. Number two, they're less likely not pay or they're less likely to not deliver on whatever was promised because there's a written agreement like oh crap they're they are a professional they are actually a business owner so what i what i tell people around contracts is it it is a mindset shift if it's something that you're scared to use because we've all been we've all been screwed over by a contract at some point in our lives we didn't read the fine print there were early termination fees this or that so i get it but what you have to change your mind around is you're not just trying this business out. You're
0: not just trying this. Like
1: you are a business owner and this is how business owners operate.
0: Well, I know I'm going to be checking out those bundles because I I remember the vault from a few yeah. years ago. <laughs> but I, when you mentioned podcasts. I was like, wait a minute, there's podcast contracts? So yes. if you guys don't have contracts, go check out her bundles. I know I'm going to be checking those out. So we have LLCs. We have contracts. What was the third thing that every business owner needs? Intellectual
1: property. And this is my jam. I love intellectual property. I, this is really where I did really well with my law firm was trademarks. And last year I was ranked 27 out of 40,000 trademark attorneys in the wow. United States. So I got to toot my own horn there. Yeah, so th- right? I, That's awesome. I actually sat on it for a long time. I didn't even say anything because a lot of the rankings, not they're not rankings. They're just like top attorneys for this or best attorneys for this and basically just pay to be on those lists. But it was just a random list that came out and then I looked into it one day and I was like, wait, this is actually a big deal. Like this is something I'm actually (laughs) proud of. So I have learned to toot my own horn around that because I actually worked really, really hard um, and hustled to be one of the top trademark attorneys in the United States. So that's something I'm proud of. But intellectual property. There's three main facets, patents, trademarks, and copyrights. Patents are new inventions, not something I cover. It is a completely different (laughs) ballgame. You actually have to take a separate patent bar to be a patent attorney. And it's just not something that I ever want to deal with. Interesting. Yeah. And then trademarks and copyrights as an online business owner, this is most likely your business's most valuable asset and you have to protect it at all costs. So the Easiest way to tell the difference. Trademarks equal branding. This okay. is your brand identity, your branding, your logo, your slogan, a product name, a service name, your podcast name, anything that has a unique name within your business, it can probably be protected with a trademark. Then copyrights are your content, your creative work, your photos, your videos, your blog posts, recordings, long form social media captions, your website copy, this recording here, Every piece of content you create is probably protected with a copyright. One thing, like one, if you're trying to figure out, okay, is this a trademark or a copyright? You can ask yourself, hey, is this like a one and done or do I consistently create this? So your podcast name, typically you only name that one time, that is protected with a trademark. Each podcast episode, you're consistently creating new episodes. That's all protected with a copyright. And the thing about copyrights, you automatically have protection the moment the work is created. So on your phone, the moment you snap a photo, you automatically have a federal copyright. Trademarks, on the other hand, you do have to have a registration in order to have trademark rights. No, those are not automatic. So I a lot of times I tell small businesses your money is better spent on a trademark application than a copyright application. It does vary for both, though. It it really just varies what is your business? If your if your main asset is your copyrights, then it may be something that you want to protect instead of your name. But trademarks typically are your business's most valuable asset. And the more trademarks you have registered, the more valuable your brand is. And is it
0: expensive for trademarks?
1: So it depends how you get it done. So the actual trademark filing fee is $250. If you work with an attorney, of course it's going to be more. So in my law firm, I, I'm not I don't really work with clients anymore. So legalpreneur, we connect small businesses with clients. And we would in my law firm though, we were at 1950, 1950 for the search and the application. So attorneys, I know there's some that charge way less. There's some that charge way more. So you can expect average or the median is about 2000 dollars per application. Uh, and so with legal our signature product is our legal membership, and this is kind of the catch all for everything that we offer. So you get all of our contract templates, you get a free LLC filing. We give you a free trademark search. So from there, you only have to do the application and that's done with one of our legal attorneys. So the legal preneur membership, that's what gets you all access to your own attorney but that is like the catch all. And then you get a discount with your attorney as well.
0: That is so cool. I love that. I'm so glad that you created this for small businesses, because I'm sure there's so many business owners out there that are just like, they just keep pushing it back because they're intimidated not only by the fees, Mm -hmm. but I think they're intimidated by the language. Yeah, And it can be very, very confusing. And if the attorney is not being like crystal clear kind of talking on your level you just never go through with it and actually yeah. do it
1: and the thing about attorneys like most of them charge by the hour and i never wanted to charge by the hour first of all i'm too lazy to keep up with my time and <laughs> like that that was that's the worst thing about being an attorney is billable hours and i knew when i started my law firm I can just do flat fees. I know how long it's going to take me. I know how long it should take me. So if I do it quicker, great. If I, if it takes me longer, okay, that's my problem. And so a lot of attorneys, you're paying them to just talk. So when you're on the phone with an attorney, they're trying to be friendly, talk to you. No, they're just trying to keep you on the phone longer. They're not trying to <laughs> learn about your kid's school play just for the hell of it. Like they're actually trying to rack up the billable hour. And with Legalpreneur, all of your phone calls are included, you get unlimited emails because that that's the last thing that I want. And when I started the Legalpreneur membership in my law firm, I knew it's all about creating the relationship with the client. And so I didn't want it for I mean the main thing was not wanting to have to keep track of my time. And a lot of the clients they really valued that relationship because going to any other attorney, it's just a transaction. It's just, you know, okay, let's get this done, whatever. But as you're building the relationship with a client, and this is what I teach the attorneys now is you really want to build those relationships because as the client trusts you more, they're going to trust whatever you tell them. Because if you're, if you call a random attorney and you're like, Hey, this is my business. What do I need? They're going to say, okay, you need this, 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 and this. And you're going to be like, Okay, but do I really need that? Right. But when you have that relationship with an attorney, they're like, "Oh my gosh, how's how's Sarah? How did that softball game go? How did this go?" And you're going to be like, "Oh my gosh, yeah, like da da da." And then, "You know, I saw you launched this new thing in your business. I I really think we should file a trademark for that or hey, do you have a contract for that?" "Oh my gosh, no, I completely forgot about that. Thank you so much for reminding me." And so it's building that trust factor. And that's what we teach our attorneys now that are in the Legal preneur membership. We fully train them to make sure that they're still building the relationships because in order to get me out of serving the membership, it was really hard. And I, I still love working with clients, but our mission now for Legalpreneur, we want to serve hundreds of thousands of business owners, hundreds of thousands of attorneys. And in order to get there, obviously I have to step out and be the CEO. So now we really train attorneys
0: how to create those
1: relationships as well.
0: I love that. And those relationships end up turning into referrals. So it's Mm -hmm. really a win-win for both parties. Now I want to go back to contracts and this is kind of a selfish question for myself, but I know it'll help the audience. So when I have potential guests filling out applications, I have an application through Google form on my website. Mm -hmm. And in there, I state this recording solely belongs to, you know, Boss Lady and Sweatpants do Mm -hmm. you agree to this? And, you know, I can do whatever I want with it. Is that enough? Or do I need something else for my guests to sign?
1: Yeah. So if that's what you want them to, so what I tell a lot of, especially podcasters, because we have a podcast guest agreement in our podcast bundle, but I tell people all the time, like, I'm a guest on a ton of podcasts. I'm not going to sit and read an agreement every time. Right. So you want to make sure that whenever a guest comes on, they are agreeing to the terms you want them to agree to. So, yes, that is enough if that's what you want them to agree to. If But if there's – I'm just randomly making this up. If you put that there and then in your head you're like, oh, I also want X, Y, Z, but they're not aware of that. Mm-hmm then that's not part of the agreement.
0: So you have to make sure that whatever is floating in your head, you guys, (laughs) put it in writing.
1: Yeah, and that's why contracts are so important, especially when there's two or more people, like when there's business partners, because you both know what the upside looks like, but getting there, you both have different ideas in your head. And most of the time, that's not what's put on paper. When it comes to business partners, they're just like, Oh, we're gonna build this business and it's gonna be great and da-da-da-da. But you really have to make sure you're both on the same page about how involved are both of us going to be? How what about this? How like who's gonna take care of this? Who's taking care of this? What if this happens? What if that happens? So I know we're not specifically on the topic of business partners, but that's if you're if you ever have a business partner, that is the most important piece of paper is that partnership agreement between the two of you, because I have seen so many partnerships just ruin, of course, ruin friendships, families, everything, because they weren't on the same page. And what it boils down to is just not having the same expectations when it comes to building the business.
0: Well, I think the same thing can be said about coaching and mentoring. I think when if you're going to be a coach, or if you're going to mentor someone in that contract, it needs to be really clear what you're providing. But on top of that, what you're not providing. Yeah. So currently, I'm mentoring two clients on building a website, I put in my contract, you are responsible for like the WordPress fees. Like Mm -hmm. that's not part of my mentorship. If you are going to purchase a logo or you're going to purchase software that's on the client. That is not a part of my services. So I think like you have to be like so clear on what's included, but what's also not included in coaching and mentoring, because they might be thinking that's part of it and it's really not.
1: Yeah. No, a hundred percent. A hundred
0: percent. Yeah. I love that. Well, Andrea, this was awesome today. Any last tips you want to share with the listeners?
1: Don't wait until you have to get an attorney involved, get an attorney involved because you are just trying to protect your business. Cause if you wait until you have to get an attorney involved, you're going to be spending 10, 20, 30,
0: 50 times more money. And I would say too, if you're already making money and you don't have an LLC, like, don't worry about it. Like, but get it.
1: Yeah. You (laughs) need it yesterday.
0: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Like it is what it is. You know, that was kind of me a year or so ago. I'm like, Ooh. Ooh. I need to get an LLC. Like, this is yeah. no more side hustle business. Let's go. Let's protect myself, all that good stuff. So, yeah. this was awesome. Where can the listeners really find your bundles? I think that alone, your contract bundles is going to be like a big, like, ooh, I need to get my hands on those. Where can they? Yeah. Find
1: so the thecontractvault.com, you can go and find all the bundles that we have, select your bundle. And then if you go to thelegalpreneur.com, you'll find the LLC filing, you'll find our Legalpreneur membership, anything else that you need just as a
0: one-off or just the whole membership. Cool. Well, I will make sure that all that information is in the show notes. And again, Andrea, thank you so much for helping us protect our businesses.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: Thank you for listening to today's episode. Can you do me a favor? The best way to support me and grow the podcast is by leaving a written review on Apple iTunes. I promise you. I read every review and take them to heart. And don't forget, head to bossladyandsweatpants.com to snack some freebies or hang out with me on Instagram at Allison Scholes. I'll see you soon.